Welcome to Beer and a Movie, the podcast where we talk about two of the greatest art forms known to humanity, beer and movies, sometimes achieving outstanding pairings, other times giving ourselves the opportunity to watch the terrible face, uh, terrible, the terrible face, terrible taste of failure from our mouths. This is a bonus episode. We are going... (laughs) (laughs) Whoa! Okay, David and Joe are both hyped for the point five episode we are I going like the to topic that we've come up with we are going to go through so today it, we are <laughs> joe's not gonna let go of the fact that i called him a fucking idiot in the once it's upon a time right. episode go it's ahead, okay i don't I'm, really believe that I'm done. just to set the record straight I'm done. i very much respect joe's opinion oh, i love you we are going to go through yeah some of what is going to come out between today and the end of 2019 some of the films should we do an episode on it? Should we not? What do we think about it? Are we excited? Do we think it's going to be a total waste of time? Well, we take this topic what seriously. Is going to happen? We do. We, we get do. together every couple of weeks and we record an episode or two in one long evening mm-hmm. or one long day. And we've got to come up with which releases, new releases, do we want to even see? We do. and Which are worth talking about. And we also do have a hard time picking what we're going to see and what we're not because especially if there's a good option especially there's a lot of good options because we did choose the art of self-defense over crawl which has been getting really good reviews on yeah i do want to see that one i I also want to see it yeah but we had to pick but yeah we We had to pick and it's those types of things that we have to be like okay we're going to talk about art of self-defense you're such a slut for jesse eisenberg i'm a huge slut for jesse eisenberg i'm a slut for beer and uh oh yeah we have a beer that's part of the podcast right we have a beer Untitled Art, uh, a collaboration with Equilibrium. They are both Wisconsin breweries, I believe. Fantastic. Uh, w- Wanaki, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And this is their uh, Espresso Marshmallow Stout. I so could use the a coffee. coffee marshmallow stout Love that it. we are going to get open here and poured into our glass as we talk through some of these releases to come the okay. coming attraction one that's coming lead up, us carlos lead us one that's coming up pretty hot that we have already decided we're going to do an episode on unfortunately our compadre uh david will be out of town when this happens but we're going to talk about fast and furious hobbs and shaw starring mm. Dwayne the rock johnson and jason statham also idris elba who is literally a god amongst men i will be dragged um, to the theater for this release i am racing to the theater for this one. Although my, I'm my, so my, excited. My biggest movie companion, my fiance, saw the trailer several times as we've watched some movies recently and said, oh, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Because it looks Gorgeous awesome. guys, fast cars, that and, kind of thing. Comedy. crazy. Sure. It looks fun. Right. Comedy, action, super hot dudes. I'm sure there's some hot girls and in there somewhere, too. And Samoa. Yeah, and there's a whole, yeah, there's a whole thing. So, obviously, we're going to see Hobbs and Shaw. Like, okay. That's just a given. Um, now, there is one... <laughs> There's one movie that I absolutely am going to stay as far away from as I okay. possibly can. Tell us. And it is called The Art of Racing in the Rain. I don't know anything oh, about that wait, movie. Wait, what? Th- that, uh, wait, who's in that? What, help I me, help me out here. I do not remember who's in it, but it is a story about a race car driver who has a dog that yes, narrates yes. the film that wants to be it's, a race car driver. Well, it's it's part of that whole, like, Amanda thing. Seyfried is in it. Yeah, but there there are these films that are, like, the like a dog's choice, or is it a dog's... Journey. Journey, okay. But then there's, like, a sequel. There are all of these films that are coming out now that I think that there have been a few of these successful ones where dog we get to like hear their inner monologues and their what they think about their owners and all that, which yeah. which is basically like us 
showing what we hope our dogs think about us yeah. and like getting to this spiritual place with it. Here's, I, here's the I've thing. Not Let's seen, move on. Yeah, here's the thing is I know my dog loves me and I don't need to see any of these movies to know that. Well, it looks like Yeah, a but not everybody's lucky enough to have a dilly in their yeah, house. Shout Come out on. Dilly. Right. Uh, he's listening to hey. this right now. <laughs> If you're talking shit about Ramona, David, I'm going to have to ask you to take it outside. Yes, she, I well, would never. She loves her mom. She's not as much a fan of her dad. I don't know yeah. if that's true or not. Um, <laughs> scary stories to tell in the dark, the Guillermo del Toro produced I would film. not mind discussing that if we found in that week's is that, recording is that, that we children? had nothing better is else to see. Is that a family? See. No. No. It's like, it is very It's an dark. R-rated film? It's PG thirteen at the oh, least, well, there but you go, yeah. but I but it does. Look That's what I, I thought it was like trying to based go for on like a goosebumps series, thing. Right? Yeah. No, I I don't get that from it. Okay, I don't get the goosebumps thing from it. I don't now, know. okay, here's one that's coming out that same week or in a similar time that Scary oh. Stories is coming yeah, out. Throw us a date. What date are you talking about? Um, this is the week of August sixth. Okay. Um, so at some point, uh, the Peanut Butter Falcon, the newest from Shia LaBeouf. Has wow. anyone seen any I trailers? Seen trailer. I haven't no. seen anything about that. It is a story about a guy, I think, that has Down syndrome that runs away from oh, home. Oh, you know, I've actually... Wants th- to join the circus. Shia, comes across Shia I haven't Shia seen LaBeouf. the trailer, but I saw somebody post something about this that actually made me curious, curious about, about it. it. Yeah. And I don't Shia know LaBeouf if it's, has I, been, not been in the film for I think a while. it's going to be a limited yeah. release it's thing. Gonna be I don't very know if we're going to have it here. I yeah. hope that we do, because I really want to see it. I saw an interview with Shia about it. It is currently at 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I saw an interview. Pre-release, that doesn't mean much. (laughs) It doesn't mean a whole lot. But I I saw an interview recently with Shia where he was talking about the work he's doing in Los Angeles with his uh, um, theater class program that he's doing in a more like downtrodden, lower income neighborhood and trying to bring the arts to those parts of town and things like that. And he talked about the Peanut Butter Falcon and he talked about his transition from like you know, obviously started with even Stevens moves up, uh, in stature to like high profile, big budget films like transformers, uh-huh. Eagle eye, disturbia, those kinds of Indiana things. Jones, Indiana Jones realizes that it's not going to make him happy uh-huh. as a person or an artist. Right. Comes back down. He wants does the, the, okay, please do not talk down on holes. Uh, did I, uh, but then he goes to do the Charlie Countryman Fury type of thing. Charlie uh-huh. Countryman, he's like literally tripping on acid during a scene where he's supposed to be tripping on acid. Fury, he pulls a tooth out of his own mouth because his character was missing a tooth. Like really goes uh-huh. full method, way too far into it. Comes out of all of those things thinking, okay, there's a middle ground here. As an artist, what am I going to do? Where am I? How can I be the most effective? And I think he's really reached a maturity as a person and as an artist that I'm only I'm even more interested than when he was being crazy and pulling teeth out of his mouth. Shia LaBeouf's craziness made me interested in him ever more. Yeah, but now he's not crazy anymore, though. He's more leveled out. Was and he I, ever crazy? Or was it all art? I don't know. You follow me? It's hard Only to say. I, I, I'm very curious about I'm very say. curious to see his next film. Yeah, so I'm, I'm super, super interested in that. Right. Okay. Let me know if you get past... Uh, we all- ta- Hold on. We talked about it yesterday. Got to talk about Blinded by the Light. I want to see it. Oh, I don't know. Man. I want to see it. Gorinda <laughs> Chata, Bend It Like Beckham. I was a fan. I didn't. Oh see yeah, it. yeah. I did see didn't that. See I, saw that yep. I saw that trailer. Um, oh, Bend It Like Beckham. Yeah. I the birth of it. Kira Knightley. 
That was that the birth? Well, Big it was time. definitely an early film. For oh her. no, that was the birth of Kira Knightley. I, I think know. she had some British work before that, but that, that don't matter. Pirates this is America, bro. Well, <laughs> okay, Ooh. okay, hot take. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. I and and actually, I'm much. I know you're not a boss guy, but okay. First of all, you can pump your fucking brakes. There are <laughs> three albums. Go ahead, continue. Come on, I'm done. Joe. I'm done. Come I'm on. done. I'm done. There are three albums. Greetings from Asbury Park, East Street Shuffle, Nebraska. Fantastic records. Outside of that, it's really hard for me to get into them. Okay, so but, you, you but, like if you you're selective about the boss, and that well, film is not selective about. It's the not boss. selective, but my biggest issue with the boss is that I acknowledge his in- extraordinary ability as a songwriter, but it's the performance. See, I was going to say he's, harder he's just me. as good a performer. I don't, but the, anyway. we'll, we'll get there if we do the film. We'll get I, there. Should I we would, do it or should we not? What do you guys think? Should we do it? I want to. David wants to. Joe, what do you Up, think? Up, down? I'd say yes. You'd say yes. But probably. I'm curious. Uh, well, go ahead. Okay. Um, what, right, da- what, okay. what date are you on? Uh, that's late August, right? Yeah, it's late August. Okay, August sixteenth. Um, you might have skipped something. Where where are you? Where are you at, Bernadette? Where'd you go, oh, Bernadette? Yeah. That's a Linklater film, and I'm gonna have to kind of. Oh yes, 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 yes. Um, if a Linklater film comes across that my film, my yes. radar, I'm going to want to go see it, and I'm going to want to talk about it here. I'm a big Linklater fan, Who, guys. Joe Who loves is, everybody. Wants it? some. He who's in it has, again? It's uh, what's her name? The girl. Kate Blanchett. That's what I meant Kate to say. Blanchett. Yes, she uh, she runs she goes away mysteriously. Yes, 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 we don't exactly there's, know what there's it is. the whole landslide thing into her neighbor's house. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, um, but no. Linklater. You say Linklater on there. Well, no. Even before that, I was moderately interested in it, and then it took this weird kind of uplifting kind of turn in the trailer. But it yeah. said like from director Richard Linklater. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I am very interested in that film. I think that we will do that. I think we need if, to. If we get it here, we will for sure. Go see. Oh, it'll it'll come to Alamo. I think. Well, I don't know. Sometimes they advertise movies that they're not going to show. Where'd you go, Bernadette? Yes, yes. I I'm I'm so sorry that I glossed over. That's okay. I'm I'm Um, here to keep you on track. Now here's one. I'm smart. That I am very insistent that we do, and it's ready or not. Yeah, that's the horror the, uh, um, who, It's and, got Adam Brody in it. Right. Uh, a couple other people, but it's a woman marries into a family right. that then requires her to play this game oh, of the hide night and of the seek, wedding. On the night of the wedding of hide and seek in order to be ushered into the family, but they are trying to murder her. She the has entire to survive the evening. In order to sacrifice her to like whatever the fuck. What I don't an know. interesting concept. Every single person in the room has gone through this same ritual and survived, yes. we are to assume. Uh, we are to assume. So that's a, that's an the interesting trailer thing. Looks, Who's the director? Do you remember? I was I wrong? And I, I how bad is that that I thought that that was Margot Robbie in the trailers? It is not Margot Robbie. It is Samara a it is Weaving? a very Samara similar Weaving? type of vibe to Margaret mm. Robbie. But it looks okay. And you know, we we talked about this a couple times in the last few episodes. Once upon a time in Hollywood, Fight mm-hmm. Club, Art of Self Defense, yada yada yada. This is a movie that is exorbitantly violent, but in a fun way. Probably it yeah. gives us I it, mean, g- the, it seems the trailer the, does look like it's going to be that. It's um, like a horror comedy kind of extremely mm-hmm. violent but in this kind of more playful way in this absurdist kind of way and, I, I and it's supposed a, to I, give us those violent thrills I agree well, with your assessment. I have a strong sense that it's going to have like a pretty interesting message I agree with it. that too I that, agree. that's what I'm curious to yeah. see where it is. I'd be down for that yeah. I, I'm very interested in that. Uh, it Chapter 2, obviously, is coming out. I think we got to kind of do that for the sake of the uh, blockbusterness of it all. Plus, you guys know I'm a Stephen King fan. I think that I'm going to have to see It Chapter 1. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? No. Yeah, take my daughter. My 14-year-old nah. daughter. 
she'd love to go see that. You Plus, don't... Finn Wolfhart's in it, so you know. Uh, Finn Wolfhart is great in Chapter One, but yeah. everything else kind of. Uh, it's my favorite book I've ever read, so you know I'm going to be. There. I know you're a Stephen King guy. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand it, but it's. But, okay. then, but then a short week later, and then here's where I guess I'm going to probably lose an argument. Two weeks later is Downton Abbey the film. Yes, I will pass on that. One. Yeah, David. Uh. I'm not disinterested, Did but I've not series? watched the series. So I, it, I, I feel like I would be out of my depths. Okay, if I'm the only one of the two, three of us that have watched the series, I'll go ahead and allow a pass there. Yeah. Well, you're going to get a pass there, Okay, so. all right. Yeah. Damn it. Okay, sorry. sorry, listeners. I'm, yeah. It's okay. Um, now here's or, or maybe we can do uh, we can get a couple guests to come on with Joe and do an episode. <laughs> Downton Abbey here's, comes out uh, September twentieth. September twentieth. Here's a, here's one that I find very interesting, especially in light of our last two episodes. Mm-hmm. Ad Astra, a Brad Pitt. Oh, film. that um, that's the one. Uh, he's an astronaut. Yes, he's an astronaut. His father was an astronaut. Yes. Went on some kind of mission. His father was Tommy Lee Jones. And yeah. Uh, that's right. Right, and now we may learn that Tommy Lee Jones, you fe- you thought that your father's been dead all along, but he probably isn't. Right, but he's that's probably, all we know. He's probably from the alive, and he was doing something suspect Ooh, not, in his time. Uh, in suspect space. or some kind of experiment that might have unsanctioned. There I you should go. Say, unsanctioned. Yeah. Right, right, right. I, I would see that if y'all wanted to. I'm so on the fence about it because yeah. I really do like Brad Pitt, and I like space I like films movies about like that. boys and boys in space and about boys. <laughs> Space Cowboys? <laughs> I just fuck that movie. I'm just, High Life? I'm just trying no, to No, we loved High Life. Obviously. Mm, no. Um now what do we think about uh Rambo Last Blood? Have we seen Have we seen the trailer? Have we seen the trailer? Seen the trailer. Because it has a very interesting use of Lil Nas X's Old Town Road in it. <laughs> oh god. Which I find the movie where it probably didn't appear. No, I find it incredibly cringy yeah. <laughs> that trailer if, if they had put any other song in that trailer I'd be like yeah let's fucking go sign me up like it's action but it's a, I got horses in the bag yeah I, I don't care to I, see I, that, I, I, all you know I give so much don't make me go see that props to uh, Lil Nas X I'm I'm the man I'm came so up. impressed. He was yeah. paid for yeah. have his movie in a, in a trailer. What, that he has nothing to do with no, that so song. But that song just blew the blew f. It's up. been number one oh, like longer on. than anything. I mean, it's crazy. And a remix of it got like into the so tra- many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's like on its fourth. It's incredible. I, I, country trap. Who knew? Who knew? Oh, so are we going to see Rambo or not? Maybe. Uh, I don't okay. know, man. Um, I, you know, not honestly, a strong yes, not a strong honestly, no. Honestly, I didn't see the last of the... Right? There was a fourth Rambo film that I didn't see. Yeah. There's there's, there's uh, 21 Bridges with Chadwick Boseman. I don't know that much about it, but I saw the poster outside of Alamo. Hmm. I haven't seen that. Chadwick Boseman's obviously like enough to kind of... Get me interested, but I haven't seen a trailer. So well, you're getting into October. I know there's an early Joker. October release that we're all going to be unanimous about. Yeah. I don't give a shit whether we talk about it on no, the Joker podcast we're talking or not, about. but I'm going to see it. Joker we're talking about. But I about. don't like superhero films. It's not a superhero film. Oh, okay. And it's outside of all the universes. It's outside of the DC universe it's a comic, as we understand It's a comic book it. film. There better be no superpowers yeah. in that thing. It's a comic book film. It's not a superhero film. Okay. The Joker does not have any superpowers. Batman is not no, involved I, in any I, way, shape, or form. It's I'm, not part of the DCU. It and is. Mark Maron is in it, and Robert De Niro yes, is in right. it. Yes, you're right. I forgot Mark Maron's in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Directed yeah. by Todd Phillips, which I can take or leave at this point in his career. I, but okay. Joaquin Phoenix giving I, what I understand to be on. a lifetime performance. Go back to what you just said about Todd Phillips. Okay. 
because I understand that perspective. Mm -hmm. But having seen the trailers for this, it makes me really interested in Mm -hmm. Todd Phillips as a director because it's such a sharp turn from the hangover thing that we all know him for into this what Trying seems to, do something to be bigger. incredibly dark yeah. and bleak yeah. and pessimistic. And everything I've read about it is that the words you just used to describe it are accurate. What, and that's what's the, kind the of movie song I'm that they use in the trailer? Hot Queen Phoenix's laugh yeah. that he gives when he's when he's in the club watching the right. musician or whatever. That, <laughs> yeah. Like that. It's haunting. Oh, it'll especially be, seeing his face. It'll be everything. worth seeing. It'll be worth and seeing. I God, think here at Beer in a Movie, you can expect us to do the Joker. Yeah. I mean, of course we're going to do so, it. And so, and we'll probably so pair it What's with the, the companion? Steve Miller album. No, I was yeah, th- of I, course. I, yeah, yeah. Of course. I yeah. was thinking we companion it with a couple of classic episodes from the uh, the uh, Adam West series. There's a new Adam's <laughs> Family coming out? Yeah, but it's animated. It's animated. It's animated. What, about, uh, what about Gemini Man, the Will Smith movie? Okay. I don't mind if we skip this based on everything I've seen so far. Okay. Uh, I the original Gemini Man should be our companion film if we do it. I would. Oh, I, so it's a remake. Yeah, I would ask you if it's a, with Charlton Heston. I would ask Ooh. you if it's a what's our, what's our companion film for Joker if we had to pick. Oh, that's right Ang Lee. Now. I didn't realize Ang Lee did that. Yeah, he did. Uh, that gets we, me. That gets me to the theater. If we had to pick a companion for Joker right now. That's an interesting question. I mean, it would probably have to be The Dark Knight, right? Uh, well, pro- probably more. Um, God, didn't sound like yeah, a very yeah, great no, The Dark Knight. Really? Yeah. I mean, it would it would have to be because, well, like, because what, you're talking the other like dark Tim Burton's take Batman, on the original. No, I mean well, yes, but from, that's... from a conversation standpoint. Okay, how about this? Pair it with other depictions of the Joker. Mm-hmm. I, my, I think that's... My, my only point of contention with pairing it with Tim Burton's... Batman. Original 1989 Batman... Jack Nicholson. ...is that that version of the Joker is so explicitly comic booky and over-the-top and kind of cartoonish that I don't think it pairs super well with what Queen Phoenix is doing. I think that the closest thing that resembles what Dark. he is doing in this film is Heath Ledger's Joker. But I also, at the same time, think that what he's doing is incredibly removed from that. But tonally, I think that's the only thing that's even fair to compare it to. Because what Jared okay. Leto did was fucking an abomination. And then... What, oh, Suicide Squad. Yeah, and then what Jack Nicholson did was iconic mm-hmm. and incredible, but not for Jack 2019. Right. And then, I mean, obviously nobody, and I swear to God, I will fistfight anybody that does, can critique or say anything negative about Mark Hamill's voiceover work in the animated <laughs> films. Oh, yeah. I mean, you won't it's, get a fistfight from me. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I just think that those two are the closest depictions you can see. And I'm interested in what subtle variations Hot Queen Phoenix brings to the character versus what Heath Ledger did. And if they're super far removed from each other, I, uh, the only thing that really scares me about that Joker movie is that he's trying to get too close to what Heath Ledger did in the darkness and in the I'm not scared sadist kind of aspect I, I'm not scared of I think Joaquin Phoenix and Todd Phillips are trying hard to do something kind of special and different but it, it's gonna be really I I, I don't think that as, I, I think it's gonna not meet any of our expectations that's what I was about to say is I don't think that as a trio we will feel confident about our pairing decision mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. until we see the film I'm excited about this movie I'm alright so excited let's move on um, 
obviously we're gonna talk about zombie land too don't i think tab. we would i think we have yeah. to and i think that it's a shame that we've kind of used zombie land up already <laughs> well it just no, it looks so fun now we got some good uh source that's material okay here i to think do i think we just with. go back to zombie films and maybe we look at night of the living dead, night of living dead. that's that. our opportunity yeah. for that yeah. We have we also have Maleficent. I mean, I don't know if you guys are going to see it, but I, I'd look at Angelina Jolie I'll for be, two hours. I'll be, I'll be at Maleficent. I'm curious. I saw the my first half. Maleficent. I didn't see yeah. it. Yeah, and my I, better I half. I, I thought it looked interesting. Yeah. This new one looks really good, though. I think I can't um, wait. I can't wait for us to have a conversation right now, though, about a film that comes out October 18th, which the trailers means. are out right now. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. Oh. Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers. Now, I'm out. this trailer is all over yeah. social media. I'm out. People are saying, people are posting this trailer saying, I cried watching this trailer. Ugh. I got a question for you. Do you buy Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers <laughs> in the two and a half minute trailer that we've seen Fuck so far? No. I do not. I do not. I see Tom Hanks yeah. I will say I all Tom of Hanks. the time. Yeah. I will say that watching it on a small screen, it felt that way to me. Watching it on the big screen uh, as a trailer recently, I think it was before Art of Self-Defense, strangely enough, um, it, it actually it, it worked a little more for me. So I'm... I'm I will see it. I don't know if we're that trailer is a poor podcast. piece of marketing, in my opinion. I well, hate it. I think no, I don't think it's a poor. I think it would be impossible to make a great piece of marketing out of that. I think that the biopic, the movie, shouldn't exist. Really, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know right, about well, that. Who's the director? To, Does anyone know the director of that? Who directed this film? No, I don't. It wasn't a Zemeckis. It wasn't mm. a you know someone that you're uh, bowled over on. And right now I'm vamping while David looks up the answer. To I'm the really question. sad that the episode we did on the documentary, right, had severe audio problems where it could not be. Yeah, because that, that documentary was so good. And our conversation well, about see, it was really good too. That's where we could do this paired with that with the documentary. We talk about it. We talk about it. <laughs> I just don't uh, want to. Mariel see it. Heller. I, okay, it's a female director. For oh, Christ's sake, let's well, do I just, it. I mean, come on. I just, I just don't have any interest in watching Tom Hanks do anything. In but see, and here's where we talk, let the well, audience. Well, we'll see. I'm we'll so see. Old. Where, where we let the audience, right? Audience, tell us where we, we let the audience in. Oh, on she's our, married to Yorma Tacone. That's oh, there you go. Yeah. Where our, where the audience needs to know how we kind of figure this out is that we try to cluster two new releases that have oh, come she out. She directed. Can you ever forgive me? Which was actually a really good movie that we did not do last year. We should have. didn't see it. We look yeah. for two movies that come out really close together so that we can watch them in a frame of time that allows us to talk about them in one night and i'm not seeing a lot of stuff coming out right around there that is a better choice uh well we'll see we'll see we'll see, we'll see. We'll move on move on what about uh terminator dark <laughs> i i want to see it I, I mean i, I don't i'm not saying that i'm excited i i know i've skipped a couple of the terminator franchise i did not see genesis because and, I, and I i'm not it. sure is I this i know obviously this one is connecting to at least the first two is it like it's the universe of T one and T two? Do you know what gets okay. me out of this movie? The return of James Cameron <laughs> in the trailer. Well, but he's, he's not. Producer. He's not the director. He's a producer. Yeah, he's, he's not a producer. Or writing. He's a producer, but it keeps advertising that yeah. he is now directly involved with this one because right. he wasn't directly involved right. in Genesis. He, he just gave it his cosign. He just endorsed it. Right. Now he's directly involved in it, and that makes me want to see it even less than I wanted to see Terminator <laughs> Genesis. And Terminator Genesis looked terrible. Now, is that the one where Arnold's is young again he's young again yeah, I saw and he's it. old again yeah, I and then whatever one. and like fuck that yeah i, I saw know. that one um uh fuck what about uh the new charlie's angels how do we feel about them i'm curious ford versus ferrari 
I'm well, curious. Hold on, before Ford not versus curious Ferrari. No? Ford versus Ferrari. I like Christian Bale. Hold I, on, I, hold I on. do, but I just don't care about that story. A couple I weeks don't... a couple weeks before Ford versus Ferrari. Doctor Sleep. This is the sequel to The Shining, written by Stephen King. Oh yeah. The thing that gets me out of that is that Stephen King endorses Doctor Sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stephen no. King endorses everything that he his name is on these. Well, days no, but he wants except for the original Shining. Well, okay. <laughs> so thank you, David, for bringing that up because that's that's the problem that I have is that Doctor Sleep is a sequel, quote unquote, to The Shining. To the book, yeah. To the book. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and it, is, it is in the film too. If you've seen the trailer, there are clips that are both. I was going to say the trailer does not explicitly state that this is a sequel to the book. It says it's a sequel to, to the, the Shining, film. and the film The Shining is a magnificent piece of filmmaking that Stephen Correct. King did not endorse. Correct. And so now he's coming out and endorsing Doctor Sleep, and I'm just like, all right, I'm out. Hmm. I think that we should do Doctor Sleep. I think that our companion film should be The Shining, and I think Did, we should. David, do the, didn't you say fuck The Shining? Yeah, he he hates The Shining. He hates The Shining. <laughs> he hates The Shining. The film. He loves the book and I hate the, 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 and, and, and the miniseries. I hate the rules. I hate the rules. I think that we should do Doctor Sleep, but I think we should alter our format and do The Shining as the first half of the seer of the episode. Okay, the I, I would agree with that. Now, also uh, from Ryan Johnson, the director of the abhorrent oh, yeah. Star Wars installment, The mm-hmm. Last Jedi, False. complete waste. Fucking False. time, but also the director False. of a brilliant piece of filmmaking, which is Brick, yes. is coming out with a movie and called Knives Out, which which, yes, which they Looper, don't, yes. which is interesting because in the trailer it says from the from the director writer of director Jedi, of, Last, of Jedi, Last Jedi and Looper and does Looper, it Brick. doesn't mention Brick, and Brick I think our companion because, film should be Brick. It should be. Brick yeah. is, was a tiny film that like twenty people saw, but it's so, so but our, brilliant. But no, our, our companion would be Brick. But you're not marketing to anybody. No, no, no. That's true. That's true. And I'm all for I'm all for Knives Out. It looks so good. I'm all I in. mean, the cast, the story, mm-hmm. everything about it looks incredible. And I'm all and in on Ford so, versus Ferrari so to go fucking back into Knives Out. a couple weeks prior to and then this release. I mentioned uh, in our Once Upon a Time in Hollywood episode, uh, Queen and Slim, which is the Lena Waithe um, yeah. written. Right. Uh, Daniel. You like the Black Bonnie and Kalei. Kalei? Did I get it? Uh, Kaluuya. Yeah, Kaluuya. Fuck. <laughs> Man, uh, anyway, I that 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 trailer looked interesting to me. Uh, Ethan might not have thought so in our episode, but also hold on, I'm now seeing news of a Black Christmas remake. Yeah, again. Yeah, Ugh. they already did a remake of it. Yeah, in 2006 with oh, Michelle okay. Trachtenberg. Uh, uh-huh. um, it, no, it made no waves. Black was, Christmas, of course, being the first slasher movie of all time, one of the greatest horror first movies American ever made. American slasher. No, it was Canadian. So you can get out of here with the that first shit. Canadian. Um, no, it was that Black Christmas is widely considered the the for it predates Halloween, all that other stuff. Black yeah. Sunday out of Italy. Oh, mm. that's a good point. What Black Sunday. Mm. Um, pretty. Smart. But uh, and then we get another Jumanji. Thank God. Yeah. Because that first Jumanji was so fucking good. Uh, so we're getting another one now. What do we think about this? And I can't even believe that I'm going to bring this up on such a pointy-headed podcast like ours not even pointy-headed but one that just really has a lot of respect for itself and mm-hmm. for the art of filmmaking that i'm even going to mention this film the cats oh film f- wow now david <laughs> oh. you, you david you're a resident you're a david resident just pessimist snapped out of his slumber <laughs> well, the, no. th- that cat's trailer looks horrible, it is, oh, but, it's, but it's like surreally horrible. I mean, like, how did I they... almost feel like we need to watch it just to register our reaction? I will, I will not. I will really, not. you're no. gonna boycott it? Yes. 
Yeah. I'm not interested in seeing it. I'm not interested in seeing it either, okay. except for our duty as film critics. Listen, to see our shit, listeners yeah. rely on us to help them our sift Our listeners through. aren't going to see Cats. Hey, some of I, I know we have some musical fans out there, and they may be on the fence. <sighs> I'm not bad, on the man. fence at all. There's two more. The biggest one that couple. obviously we have to talk about is uh, the new Star Wars, mm-hmm. Rise of Skywalker. Right. Wait, so um, wait, wait, catch me up. What's Star Wars? <laughs> what is this thing? <laughs> what is this thing you call Star Wars? Wars in the Stars. Uh, uh, Star Wars, the Rise of... Uh, of, of Skywalker. Yeah, without knowing Skywalker. what they intend on doing in the future, this closes up the original Star Wars. I mean, this closes up the original nine films that are the are the Star Wars. We'll see. We'll see. Now, I, I will go see that. I, uh, of course, I'm going to sure. see it. I mean, when Force Awakens came out, I was just talking to Kylie about this because we went and saw the Lion King mm-hmm. remake. And the second it started in the... Like, she immediately started crying. Right. And... And was like, you know, whatever, so emotional because of her attachment to the original and yada, yada, yada. And I and we were talking about that on the way home. And I was like, you know, I had a similar experience when Force Awakens came out. The second I heard, I, I, was, I just lost it. I was yeah. just like so emotional. Mm-hmm. And so obviously I'm going to, even though I thought The Last Jedi was one of the worst movies I've ever seen, I'm going to go see Did you hate this Last one. Jedi? No. No. Yeah, me either. It's I fucking did, it's awful. No. It is not it's, awful. It's, it's it, it, it may so be a fun, it may be a function of sitting through uh in my 20 years ago, 17 years ago, those uh the, the first 3 films. See, I thought those were good. Whole, oh. But only because I was like 12 fucking 12 yeah. or whatever. You know, I didn't know. Yeah, those were bad. The, and so I didn't have such a negative experience sitting mm-hmm. through those. Last Jedi was the first truly awful experience the original trilogy was landmark cinema you're watching something for the very first time yeah yeah. these are a nice throwback to that landmark cinema Mm -hmm. and so because of the lifetime investment Mm -hmm. in this franchise of course i'm going to be there to watch the last one that there tends to be made so So we'll see it so for the case of this yes we are definitely now hold on hold on do you want to know the movie that between now we're recording this in july between the end of 2019 that right. I'm the most excited for. Okay, it probably was the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. We've already seen that, so now you have a new most anticipated film. The only reason that it might have been Once Upon a Time in Hollywood other than the film that I'm about to mention right. is because the film I'm about to mention wasn't really being advertised until about a week ago. Go ahead. The Irishman. No. That's that's not on a movie distribution list. That's around But it's on Netflix, yeah, yeah. and as I'm sure we're going to talk about that. We have to. Scorsese. Sure, yeah. Okay. Joe Pesci and De Niro together again. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the answer to your question. What David, is do you have any ideas? I don't. Terrence Malick's new film because we haven't talked about that. No, I don't like okay. him. Go ahead. As a filmmaker. Uh, the movie that I am the most excited about for the last six months of 2019. A new Pokemon film. It's called Uncut Gems. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. And it I, is that's a right. It's Safety Brothers directed, uh-huh. Adam Sandler starring. I know who Adam Sandler film. is, but educate me on why you're so excited. Is that a Christmas release? It's around. It's in December. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's. Educate so, me. Why are you so excited? Uh, I'm. Did we do good time on this podcast? No, we didn't. Okay. No, that was. So good. my my first experience with the Safety Brothers was in 2015. I was fortunate enough to have a film badge to South by Southwest. Okay. 
I had just graduated from college like two or three months prior and I wasn't really doing shit with my life. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to Austin for a week. I'm mm-hmm. going to go to South by, mm-hmm. I'm going to watch all the, we got this badge. I'm going to watch all the movies. I got the badge. I can go do whatever the fuck I want. Um, and I mean, I saw he never died and I met Henry Rollins outside the theater. It was wow. his first starring movie. Big time. Um, I saw, um, the Manson family vacation. I saw, um, we're still here. Uh, I saw a test cut of, um, that Judd Apatow movie that, um, knocked up <laughs> Amy, what's her face was in, uh, fuck. Wait, are you talking about, um, Amy Schumer? Amy Schumer. Yes. That she the, was in, what was it called? Uh, oh, uh, fuck. I, with, uh, Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Yes. Yeah. Um, that was I, funny. Yeah. I, I saw Drunk a, girl. I saw a test cut of that which was the first time I recognized John Cena as a really strong comedic oh, actor. Yeah, because there's a scene where they're, where they're having sex in that movie that the cut that I saw originally at South By, because it was a test cut, just had John Cena delivering joke after joke after yeah. joke after joke and like trying to see which one hit the hardest to right. make the final cut, and it was hilarious. Um, I saw a bunch of great stuff. Yeah. But the most memorable moment of that South by Southwest for me me and my friend Nathan had film badges. He was the only other person I knew that could get into the same stuff as me. So we went and saw a lot of the stuff together. We saw the world premiere of Deathgasm, mm-hmm. which is a really great New Zealand horror movie. Um, and there was a, 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 there were a couple periods of time where he was at work because he lives in Austin and like has a real life there and stuff, where I was just out by myself and didn't have anything to do. And so I was looking through the schedule, and I was like, okay, Nathan's not going to get out of work until like 9 or 10 p.m., what's showing what can i see what can i do to kill time oh there's this movie called heaven knows what that's showing at the violet crown cinema which i'd never heard of ah fuck it i might as well Mm -hmm. go you know like i don't have anything better to do so i went i had no idea really what i was getting myself into and i saw one of the most visceral one of the most traumatic pieces of filmmaking that i'd ever seen in my entire life and there was a Q&A with one of the Safdie brothers afterwards, which I migrated to the theater it was happening in to watch. And then I walked out at like 10, 10.30 p.m. into downtown Austin, having just seen one of the most intense films that I'd ever... I mean, they were shooting stuff on like 1,000 millimeter lenses from across streets to get this intense, close-up, really off-putting kind of look to some of the shots. And... It, it shook me in a way that a film has not shook me maybe ever, let alone in like quite some time. And then they followed it up with Good Life starring Robert Pattinson, which is one of the things that got him the Batman role, which was also another incredible, just remarkable piece of filmmaking. So now they have this movie that is starring of all fucking people, Adam Sandler. There have never been two artists mo- more diametrically opposed to one another than Adam Sandler and the Safdie brothers. I mean, we thought that Adam Sandler working with Paul Thomas Anderson was off the wall. Right. This is even more batshit insane than that. <laughs> and as much as I, I mean, Adam I, Sandler does these weird things from time to well, time. Punch Drunk Love is one of the yeah. great roles of his life, yeah. and I think it showed that he could have been a really serious actor and a real artist had he chosen to be. And then he also has done other things since then. Um, the Cobbler is one that people bring up a lot. It's yeah. a more serious role that he did. And the Meyerowitz stories with Noah Baumbach. So you're looking forward to that. Um, and I think 
that not only am I excited to see another Safety Brothers movie because of how impactful and just like truly moving their filmmaking is, but because they're putting Adam Sandler in the lead role where we can see maybe, and I'm yeah. very, you know, um, give it a chance. What can you do, Adam Sandler? Yeah. yeah. If you're put if you if you're put into a situation you're not comfortable in, mm-hmm. what artistically can you bring to that? And right. I'm I'm very excited to see what now, he Carlos, does. Carlos David said, "I'm uh, sorry, David Carlos said he's not a Malick fan, but I, I, I bet you are. He's got yeah, a film. He's no, got he's I got bet. a film coming out this year, and that's usually a cinematic kind of I'm event. Curious, yeah, but he's he he has fallen off a little bit a little with bit, the, yeah. the last couple. Um, Tree of Life was the last one. No, no, no he's no, done stuff since. No, he's, he got really prolific in a weird way. And <laughs> no, he did. Yeah, uh, Night he did. of Cups. I'm just having Night of Cups was the one I was right. thinking. Of. Um, yeah. But no, like yeah, yeah. to me. Badlands, uh, Days of Heaven, oh, Badlands, Big Thin, Thin Red Line. Yeah, oh, Thin uh, Red Line. Th- uh, you know, th- those are all great films. I'm right there for them. But he did start making these uh, films that were a little less anyway. Well, we we try to figure out. We're going to get together in a night. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about two movies and two companion movies. Mm-hmm. And this has been a peek into how we kind of figure these things out. Carlos comes out hard, uh, uh, big time passionate about seeing this. Okay, we'll relent. David says, hey guys, no matter what, we got to see that film. And then of course with Tarantino puts a movie out, you know we're going to see it. But uh, We are going to, we're definitely going to watch it. Carlos is the only one though that says, fuck it, I'm out, I'm not seeing that, bullshit. But sometimes we we bring you around and we make you watch it. We drank a lot of beers. Which one did I say no to? I don't remember. What? What? I said, what we drank a lot of beers. Which one did I say no to? I'm out. Oh, which uh, beer a good day in the neighborhood. No, no oh, I said, film. I said, film. we've drank enough beers that I can't remember which one. Oh, I yeah. It was, to. The, and it was the Mr. The, Rogers biopic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I got to make you watch it just to make you watch it. Yeah, okay. You can make me watch hey, it. Hey, Mr. Rogers, want. it's but a beautiful day. And I'm, at that the, point in the trailer, I'm like, no. No, I hate it. This isn't what. The only reason you can get me to go see that movie is because I'm so sad that. The world didn't hear our episode on the documentary. That's right. <laughs> and so, just so we can talk about the documentary as we would have if we had originally Maybe done the episode, do that, then yeah. I'll, I'll do that. Well, yeah. this is our first kind of 0.5 episode, extra bonus episode. And at the beginning, David, you cracked open Equilibrium's Untitled Art, an espresso Collab. marshmallow Collab. style. Two, yeah. two breweries. Untitled Art is a brewery, Equilibrium's a brewery. Yeah. That's right. Uh, espresso marshmallow stout. What do you guys think? Tasty. How much marshmallow are you getting? A little bit. It more, more like I feel like it comes through in the mouthfeel. It's sweet. Um, Plenty of espresso. But but Plenty definitely getting the coffee. I'm getting a little marshmallow. Yeah, I mean, I, it's I like it. I, I don't like know. It. I don't know a lot about Equilibrium. And a lot of times on the podcast, we're trying these breweries for the very first time. Sure. When we get a can like this, I'd like to know more about what Equilibrium's up to. I thought this stout was delicious. The mouthfeel was perfect, and the lactose in it really. Benefited, I think. David, have you and I had anything from Equilibrium? I feel like we have. Um, I don't know because they are Untitled Art. I've definitely had stuff from. They are out of New York. Uh, Untitled Art are the ones who are based in Wisconsin, and they their stuff's pretty good. Yeah, I don't think I've had Equilibrium before. I could be wrong. The logo looks familiar. Yeah, but Untitled Art, I've I have liked what I've had from them. Um. The last time I had one of their beers was a Berliner Weiss, and it was when I was in San Antonio with the Growler Exchange. Oh, yeah. They had cans of Untitled Art stuff, but I see people posting it all the time in the various beer groups that we're a part of. People seem to really like them. 
I wish they made it this far down so we could have them on a more regular basis. But the flavor profile of this beer was delicious. It was. If you're, if you're talking stout. Which is a which is yeah. at the heat of summer down where we are, South Texas. It's hot. I, as I'm fun. not grabbing those yeah. often. Well, but if you're gonna put this in my glass, damn it, that was delicious. Yeah, if you're gonna put this in my glass when it's 100 degrees outside, and you're telling me it's an espresso marshmallow stout, if I don't get espresso and marshmallow in this stout, I'm gonna be <laughs> upset about it. So the marshmallow was a little underwhelming. No, it had both. Yeah, but actually. you felt that the marshmallow. Well, I, I wasn't getting it as strong as maybe the espresso, but it. But there is that underlying sweetness that I think is what the marshmallow is bringing to it. Yeah. And so I think that it is it is an espresso marshmallow stout, mm-hmm. and it's done in a balanced way mm-hmm. that is enjoyable. Yeah. Um, and you're tasting it at the end of the pour when the temperature is at the height. Yeah. It's warming up as you as we drink it, yes. and that's when sometimes you get those subtle flavors. The marshmallow is on the finish for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, Good call. And yeah, yeah, you know it. That is an interesting thing that you say because i feel like a lot of times with stouts the closer it gets to room temperature the more of the nuance of the stouts are typically poured too cold to to enjoy them in the way that they were intended to be enjoyed yeah Mm -hmm. and this one is definitely coming in very full-bodied well-balanced everything that is advertised is there Mm -hmm. um especially the warmer it gets which is a weird thing to say because i i don't particularly like a warm beer no, I don't like warm beer, but it, Joe's right. I think with especially with stouts, even sometimes with some of the uh, heftier IPAs, it helps to have it mm-hmm. get a little bit warmer than just right out of the fridge right. because some of those flavors right. get a little bit um, um, right. lost in the coldness. American beer drinkers have been tricked into believing that cold is best. Dude, don't as, even... As cold as possible is best. Don't get me started about the fucking frosted that, that's mug another, bullshit. That, that'll be I another half I don't intend on getting you started. Don't, don't, I don't see allow people me to post beers in frosted mugs and I... Oh, it makes me angry, sure. Joe. I think well, it makes me angry. I think that those are beers that push it on. Those you. are beers that require Fuck. being as cold as possible to be enjoyable. But those are the beers that we drink typically on this podcast. So warm your beer up a little bit. Don't be scared. And the warmer it gets, the easier it is to chug. <laughs> <laughs> well, well put. All right, Carlos. So, if and you, on if, that, if note. you want to chug beer in a movie down on our social media, <laughs> send us your chug videos. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at Beer Movie Show. You can find us on Instagram at Beer in a Movie, and you can find us on Facebook.com/slash Beer in a Movie TX. As always, Beer in a Movie Podcast.com is our home base. You can find a link to listen to this episode and all of our previous episodes. There's no paywall with us. You can listen to all of them at any time, whenever you want. And uh, if you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribe to the show so that you can stay abreast about current episodes uh, when they come out. That's every Wednesday. And uh, rate and review us. We know you're going to give us that five-star rating, but please leave us a written review. Tell us what you like, what you don't like, what you want to see more of in the future. What kind of themed episodes do you want to see? Because as we just talked about in this podcast, there might be a dry spell in the next six months where mm-hmm. we don't have anything in the theater that we're really interested in seeing. And we would those love... Themed, those themed episodes. We would love to do a fun themed episode, despite mm-hmm. the fact that it's been a while since we've done one. We would love to do mm-hmm. one in the future. Um, and other than that, this has been a fun... Uh, kind of point five episode of us looking f- into the future at the things that we are interested in seeing. Uh, Uncut Gems, Knives Out, I guess that Mr. Rogers movie. If we absolutely, Linklater, <laughs> <have to. laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it, 
Can we pair it too with Cujo? <laughs> I'm up for anything, man. Okay, because I'd do that. I haven't seen Cujo in a while. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, this has been another episode of Beer in a Movie. Until next time. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Until next time, keep your beer warm. <laughs> <laughs>